street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. See video description for links to street epistemology communities, training resources, and more. This discussion meandered a bit more than my usual chats, so I've created a list of topic timestamps in the video description field for your convenience. How was the walk? Good. Do you have a good one? Yeah. Good? Where are you up to? I'm interviewing folks for five minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm doing something called street epistemology, and I'm doing the street version of it. Okay. It's essentially having a conversation with somebody about a belief that they really think is true and then using questions to figure out if you've built that belief on a solid foundation. So some beliefs that people pick are karma or they think that there's a higher power or I, I just did a talk with a guy who had, was, had very strong views on voter registration that he thinks that voter fraud is real. But regardless of the topic, I you know try to be very neutral and explore the belief with the person to see how they could be so confident that it's true. Would you be interested in doing a talk? I'd love to chat with one or both of you. Mm -hmm. What's that? I want one. Okay, I'm Anthony. Kenneth. Ken? Yeah. Kenneth? Okay. Kenny, Ken, Kenneth. Colton. Yeah. Colton, Ken. Can we stand in the shade though? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Would you guys like some water? Yes. Sir. Help yourself. Are you okay if I record it? Yeah. Okay. Who are you working? Like, what is this? Is it for a publication? Or? I have a YouTube channel. Oh, cool. And I don't upload everything to my YouTube channel. A little careful. I, like, I like to get consent first. Yeah. And also, if it's... Uh, sometimes the talks are sort of boring. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's an entertaining talk and the people are being really blunt and and honest, those make for the really good talks. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's also good when I'm talking to two people if... It's a belief that you both share. Um, can I record it? Yeah. You're okay. And I have a second camera I wanted to put on me. I'm gonna go ahead and start my thing. It's this guy right here. So I'm gonna just stick that up there because people want to know like how I'm standing and what I'm doing right. when I'm having these talks. Colton and Kenneth. Yes. Okay. So with all that sort of being uh, being said, is it two ends? C-O-L-T-O-N? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, gentlemen. So, without further ado, what belief do you both share and you both feel very strongly about and you really think is true? Do you ever think, do you ever think, of, you ever think about your beliefs and, and how you determine that they're really in line with reality? I think I do. Yeah? But um, I don't know about a belief we both share. What do you think about it? Like learning things, nature versus nurture. Mm. Like are people, what 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 makes people believe their beliefs? Where they grew up, mm. or how they're taught. Where beliefs are formed. Oh, we were talking about that the other day, because that little girl. There's like oh, yeah. a little girl that the uh, the one in my restaurant. Yeah, yeah. She was in like a, she was in like, she was real little. She was in like a. Like the little seat, like a like uh -huh. little booster seat. I was just like at the POS station, just. We're both like, yeah. Okay. 
it's like a like a family of ten, and uh, I just kind of listening to them. They were on my table, but they had anything to do. And uh, she was like, "Yeah." She she said she wanted to be married. It, she was gonna be married by five or ten, uh -huh. and then she was gonna have a kid at fifteen. Uh -huh. And of course, the dad was like, hey, you know, shut <laughs> "Slow it down." down. <laughs> right. But uh, I asked him. I was mm. like, "What uh, like what makes what makes girls dream to be mothers?" Mm. And you know, and, Why, and have a family. Now, granted, it was one data point. Right? Yeah. It was one girl saying one right. thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe if we did a poll of of children and we looked at girls versus boys, and we looked at the ages, I don't know. When did they start talking? Four, three, four. I don't know. Ages between four and five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe there would be a, a preponderance of girls who would say that they wanted to be married, and boys would be fire. Want to? I don't want to be a fireman yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> They're not thinking marriage possibly. Okay, that got back kind of interesting to talk about. Um, I'm trying to think. What do you think? You know, it actually kind of helps when it's a belief that is so important to you and you're so certain that it's true that you would be fundamentally different if you discovered that it was no. based on a shaky foundation. So, do you think that there's a higher power? Do you, are you superstitious? Do you carry a lucky rabbit's foot around? Do you think mm. karma is real and that you're gonna get punished for the bad action that you might mm. do? No. no? My mom's pretty superstitious. I'm not mm. superstitious. I believe in a higher power, but not. I'm not like really religious. Mm -hmm. But you, you definitely get out what you put in. You know what I mean. In life, in general. Just in general. Yeah. You said that you're a ser You guys are both servers. Mm -hmm. uh, let's try to get a sense of how sure you are. That okay. So, if you put out what you, what you get in, let's say that you like tip karma. We could talk, I've actually talked to a woman who comes here because she thinks the trees are beneficial for her and she ends up getting more tips whenever she comes here earlier in the day. And she was 100% sure that, I, th I think she moved down to like a 99 after we talked, but she had a high degree of confidence that there was something magical about the trees. I don't know if you guys are going that far. Well, I mean, I don't think it's the trees. I think it's just getting a good start to your day and that's <laughs> yeah, probably what it is. Yeah, there. that's what we were sort of hypothesizing that. Well, maybe she's coming out here and she's feeling good about herself, yeah. and she just then she takes a shower and feels even better. Then she goes into work and she's smiling more, maybe a little bit more, more. Maybe she's yeah. faster at her job now because she's she's limbered up and she's smiling more, and that translates into more. So we were sort of exploring what might be the real reasons for her getting more tips, and if it was actually testable. I don't think it necessarily means tips, but I do think like. I come out here whenever I'm like stressed or just to get your mind off of things and you leave feeling better. I mean, mm -hmm. you sweat, mm -hmm. you get it all out. But I probably I just know. showing up to work with a, with a different energy. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, that's okay. Um, we don't have to really pick a topic. Uh, can we do a real quick thought experiment? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we can end it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I carry these candies with me. Uh, they kind of serve two purposes. Sometimes we have trouble picking a topic, but other times we pick a topic, mm -hmm. and then we encounter a roadblock, and then I pull these out. Uh, and they're just mints. There's nothing There's nothing tricky about it, and you can even have one if you want. Okay. <laughs> so my question is, <laughs> so my question is, after he consumes one of those and closes the box, uh -huh. if we were to count the total number of pieces remaining in the box, would you agree 
that the total number of pieces must either be an even or odd number and that it cannot be both. Yes, absolutely. Okay. It has to be even or odd. How can it be both? What do you think, yeah. Colton? Do you agree? Mm -hmm. Okay. So if we counted them up and we came up with a number like 21, uh -huh. thank you, and okay. you're welcome. We came up with a number like 21, which we call odd, Oh, I'm feeling low. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a good one. So we came up with the, the number 21, which we know as an odd number. If I said, you know what? I don't care what you guys came up with. It's true to me that there's an even number in there. And it's my truth. And I'm entitled to believe whatever I want to believe. It's true for me that that's an even number. What would you say to me? Doesn't make it true. Just because you believe it doesn't make it, doesn't make it true. Okay. Believe what you want to believe, but it's an odd number. You would be being like, okay, I don't know what, what that guy's smoking, but he can believe that it's, that it's an even number and it, I don't care what he's calling true. Yeah. In reality, there's 21 and we know that that's, a, that's, a, that's an odd number. Yeah. Okay. So what would you do? Put put definition aside and, and say what makes what makes an even number even what makes an odd number odd that's a good point we could have formed our culture and called odd numbers even and even numbers odd right. i suppose yeah but right like we could have used those words and imbued them with a meaning that means something different than what we do but i'm i'm not quite going that far like based on the common definitions that we use for even and odd i would be mistaken by claiming that it was an even number yeah, okay. What, do people, like, argue with that? What, what's there to argue? It's fascinating. People will say, if you think that there's an even number and you think that there's an odd number and we count, all three of us count 21, you're both correct. That's... And they will fight tooth and nail to maintain that view, and I'm fascinated with it. But if you count them and the number that you get ends in zero, two, four, six, or eight. Mm -hmm. It's even if you say odd, you're wrong. But what they say is, I'm entitled to have my own truth. When I use the word true, I mean what I prefer to be the case. Yeah. And um, it's it's extremely difficult to then go and explain. Or I it, mean, that's it, like religion. Hundreds of different religions. Mm -hmm. No one's right. The Hindu thinks he's got it right, and yeah. the Christian thinks they have it right, and the Muslim thinks that they have it right. And some people say, they're all right, they're all correct. And this is sort of a, a test to see, are we gonna reach that hurdle 20 minutes into a talk and see if a person views truth in a relativistic way? I think people need to be understanding and just say, if that's what you believe, great, but you know, I believe my thing the truth might be somewhere in the middle, but your reality is your reality, my reality. As long as it's not affecting someone's health, or but isn't it there doesn't matter. <laughs> a difference between facts and beliefs, though, because fact, that's even or that's odd. Yeah. Belief, there's a higher power, or there isn't. I think. Oh, let's look at claims. I claim that there's an even number in here. That's either a. That's either a. Let's see, that's either true or untrue. If it was true, then it would be a fact. 
If it was untrue, then it would be a, a, a mistake or a mistaken claim, I guess. It can't, it can't both be true. So with the God thing, I think that, 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 that that's also a claim. Um, if I say, I think a God exists, I'm either correct or incorrect. It can't be both. Are you on board with that? Mm, I don't... It's yes, no. It's, a, it's either true or untrue. Would you agree? Or, or can it be true and un... Oops. Or can it be true and untrue? I think it can be true and untrue. Oh. I I, yeah, because... How does that work? Not because you, you just don't know, but... Maybe... Like, whether it's true or not, but I feel like your beliefs can still change. Can still change the world. Like, you know what, you know what I mean? Like... Can you have an example, maybe? I'm not sure I'm quite see. tracking. So... Like... So say, uh... You... You really believed in luck. Mm -hmm. it, it could be true. It could be not. Like, luck could be real. Or maybe it couldn't. Oh, I see what uh, you're like saying. If you believe... Like in luck. I see. It's a like fact that I believe, correct me if, if I'm wrong, but I think what you're saying is I could have a belief and that belief is, it's true that I have a belief, but the belief that I'm putting my confidence in could be true or untrue. Right. It could definitely be true or untrue. Okay. And I, well, like I feel like with that belief, like, there's all sorts of things. Could we just stay focused on the God one? Mm -hmm. So like if I believe that there's a God, it's true that I have a belief that there's a God, but it's, it's conce it's, uh, whether my belief is really true, it has to either be true or false. Mm -hmm. Is it? Are we, are we good with that? Or are you saying that, let's say Colton doesn't believe in a God and you do believe in a God. What, wouldn't you agree that one of, one of you is incorrect and one of you is correct? I would agree with that, but I think just me, personally, I mean, that's your thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's your... Reality. I'm totally fine with him believing in a God and you not believing yeah. in a God, and she believes in Vishnu, and the other person that just walked by believes in Allah or whatever. Yeah. And the other person is a pagan, and the other one thinks God is love. Mm -hmm. So people can believe whatever they want, mm -hmm. but I guess what, what I'm really trying to get to is is the claim that a God is real, is it a claim about reality that has to either be true or not true? It has to be true or not true. Yeah. Like right or left, up or down? Yes or no, on or off. Oh. Yeah. Good, so that was, that's, we spent a lot of time on that thought experiment, but it's cool, it was, it was great because people get really lost in those words all right well thanks for your time let me give you a card oh, appreciate sure. it kenneth yeah. colton uh, yeah so you want water uh, um, did you grab one okay um so do you do this like for like a living or just i uh, know no, no. <laughs> i don't get paid doing this at all uh it's a hobby yeah yeah um, so what do you normally i'm a stay-at-home dad okay. my kids are at school my yeah. wife's working um and the weather is just absolutely gorgeous. And I've been doing this for over five years now and uh, having wonderful conversations with people. I had some awesome ones today. How many viewers did you, do you get like on the video? 
viewers? Mm -hmm. mm, depends. Um, over time, they keep getting more views. Yeah. Uh, I uploaded a video two years ago, and it's sort of the very first one when you go to my channel, mm -hmm. and I think it has 45,000 views yeah. or something like that. Have you ever gotten in like a huge argument or anything like that? Eh, if I if I don't approach things using the street epistemology thing by asking uh -huh. questions, if I if I get lazy and I slip back to my old ways of arguing with people, yeah. then they usually give it back to me in return. Yeah. But if I stick to strictly questioning and being calm yeah. and repeating back what I think you're saying and sort of acting like a mirror to the person I'm talking to, no. It almost always ends very positively. They shake my hand. They want to meet again. They're like, that was one of the most profound talks we've ever had. Yeah. It's really neat. I don't think people talk that much. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Well, that's the other reason why I like to record it, so that I can show other people these examples. And then people are learning it. This isn't something that I started, but now there's a, there's a good dozen people that are initiating talks yeah. so that we can be teaching people how to do this so that when it happens organically, I was in an Uber a month ago, uh -huh. and the driver said something like, he, he teaches motivational speaking to, to middle schoolers or something yeah. to help them get over bullying, which is great. It's a great thing. And then he said something like, I teach them that words have power. Yeah. That, uh, in fact, if you, would you hold this board for a second? Mm -hmm. If you put the crease of your wrists together and you bring your hands together, you'll notice that one hand is a slightly taller than the other. And um, if you tell the other hand that's shorter, if you say grow eight times, that your hand will actually grow. And he tells kids this. So I'm like, okay, hmm, is this a fact? Is this true? Can this, can this be tested? Mm -hmm. So I engaged in this Socratic dialogue with him and asked him, how could we test this? He said, oh, it's really easy. You just ask the kids and they do it and then they, they report back that it's actually happened. Yeah. So then I said something like, um, if I were to do this every day to one of my hands for the next year, what do you think might actually happen? And he said, well, oh, then your hand would just be like this long. And then he like stopped and he thought about it. Yeah. So the whole idea is to get people to slow down and think about the things that they think are really true. That's why I don't believe in, uh, I've never believed in the power of attraction. Well, I, I have before, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I... I definitely don't now. Mm -hmm. I think it's a, I think it's a big old, old, big old load of BS. I don't think like that. You believe in it and you don't. Secret. Can can I teach you street epistemology and, with, and we can do it with your friend right here? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, that's great. So um, Kenneth will be the questioner and you'll be his conversation partner. Okay. Um, Let's make, can you make your claim so that we can really understand what you believe? Yeah, so I think uh, law of attraction, if you truly believe 100%, it can't be 99, you know, whatever. You, whether it's your subconscious or, you know, the universe playing its part, you will, it will happen. You don't believe mm -hmm. that? No, I don't think so at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so hold on a second. So as a, as a, someone doing street epistemology, we want to ask questions. Okay. Okay. We want to understand. So if if we understand correctly, I think what you're saying is that if you believe something with a hundred percent certainty mm -hmm. that something's going to happen to you, mm -hmm. that that thing will actually happen. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. Okay. okay. So what is it? What power makes that happen? I think your own self. 
Is it the thoughts that make that happen? Is it the energy you put out that makes that happen? What do you think? Great question. I think it's a mixture of both because as far as the thoughts, like let's just say I want, I'll just create a goal, is that okay? Sure. Okay, so, because I worked in real estate since I was like 18, mm -hmm. and I've seen many people get in the business and, you know, kind of half-ass it and don't get very far. But then I've seen other people that really, you know, they get pumped up by these coaches and blah, 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 and they take every advice that they give them, and they really believe that they're going to be number one. Uh -huh. And it might not happen, you know, one to three years, but their fourth or fifth year, they're the number one in production in their region or whatever. So I really think that if you don't believe that law of attraction, that you don't put all those thoughts that turn into mm. energy around you, it doesn't really, is it? Hold on a second. Let's let's think of an example to see how far he's willing to go with this belief. Okay. okay? I don't believe it in one second. Okay. So telling him, listen, dude, I don't believe you. Yeah, I'm like, I, I well, here's my question to you. Do you think that that's going to help him reflect on this belief? Uh, it's okay to take a stance on it, mm -hmm. but the idea here is, is to really explore how he figured out that this is true. So perhaps a good question might be something like, are there any limitations to this? Like if I really put 100% confidence, not 100% confidence, if I really put 100%, I commit 100% to thinking that I can actually grow my hand longer than the other one there are limits yes there are mm, there's I limitations are there not limitations to everything why would there be a limitation with my hand growing <laughs> but no limitation for something like becoming the best salesman in san antonio because um, could you hold on a second okay this is critical right here okay. see how he's thinking don't step on that pause I guess it Do this too. comes down. <laughs> I guess it comes down to what we were talking about earlier is like fact or belief. Like, mm. Mm. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't have an answer for that. But I, I don't know. I guess. With, I don't know, like, I guess with your hand growing, I mean, I don't want to bring up the word science, but let's be real, like, you can't make your hand grow. Mm. Even if I 100% committed myself to making that happen, using the law of attraction, it wouldn't happen. It only happens in some instances. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah. What is it about those two requests that make them different? How do we know that there's even a law of attraction making the real estate thing happen? I mean, you really don't know anything, but mm. as far as the law of attraction for us, I think that there's a difference between growing your hand and like personal will. So That's right. how is the law of attraction limited? Why can't it be used for anything? If it could be used for this, why can't it be used for me wanting to grow my hand? I guess like, I don't know. If you wanted to physically express <laughs> Marinate in the pause. Marinate in the pause. Marinate in the pause. 
you almost want to help a person feel comfortably uncomfortable. Okay. okay? That's where the reflection happens. Look at look at him looking. He's got the thousand mile stare here. That's gold. Okay? That's Have you ever thought about the law of attraction in this way before this talk? No. No. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah. Guys, that was awesome. <laughs> so that's the whole point is to encourage reflection yeah. on things that we may not that we really think are true but we don't actually know for sure. And just a little bit of extra questioning and a couple different scenarios and sort of taking the belief and putting it under a microscope and and being friendly and working with you to figure it out. Yeah. That tends to really help people reflect on these beliefs whether it's the law of attraction or that my god is real or I'm absolutely sure that I've seen a ghost or whatever else, really. So you're you're kind of like I guess not mission but is to get people to think, not just mm. assume and it's to it's to encourage thinking. Yeah. And it's to help people check their map of reality that they've built in their brains to see if it's really in line with reality. And if they discover that I have a belief and I'm not really sure how it's even in there and why I think it's true to encourage them to consider abandoning or abandoning the belief outright or yeah. lowering their confidence in the belief significantly. So normally I I like to get a sense of how sure you are that this was true. Mm-hmm. Okay? On a scale from 0 we we kind of missed this step, okay? But if you watch my videos you'll notice this. I try to get a sense of where a person is in their confidence that the belief is true. 0 to 100. 100% there's no question in my mind I have no doubt 0% it's all question it's all doubt and what we what helps is to if he says oh I'm I'm 98% sure that law of attraction is it works and we have a starting point we can start engaging in the dialogue and then what I like to do is ask them at the end okay now that we've talked and it sounds like you don't have a really good way to figure out yeah how the law of attraction functions exactly because some things it works with apparently and some things yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. Do you think a 98% level of confidence is the most accurate spot to no. be? <laughs> okay. Not anymore. Were you were you at a high 90 98% or I would have said 100%. Mm-hmm. But I never took into consideration things that I mean the uncontrollables like you can't control your hand to grow. You can't. Yeah. So if you look at it in certain sides, yeah, it's it won't work ever. Mm. With this discovery that we've made about this belief that you have, mm-hmm. where are you right now in terms of your confidence that this belief is true? Overall or like because I True, can, true. True, true. I don't know, probably 50%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. I used to work with, uh, uh, so I worked at it's like a real estate agency, mm-hmm. one of the largest in the I'm going to beep that out just so you know. Yeah, yeah. that's good. They kind of teach you to, yeah, it's real estate, but they teach you to build your own business. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you have to build up other people. Yeah, so here's my thing. Like, I think it's conceivable. I know nothing about real estate. Mm-hmm. I could probably go to this class and study it for three years and think that I'm using the law of attraction because I'm 100% convinced that it's true. Yeah. And I'm 100% dedicated that it's true. And I go to the class and then I become like the best salesperson in San Antonio. Yeah. I'm just killing it in real estate. Yeah. 
Would I be justified in saying that it was the law of attraction in doing so? No. Not after that conversation. What's that? Not after our conversation now. And that is street epistemology. I don't know. I think it's cool what you're doing because most people aren't taught to think. They're watching videos or. I think yeah. people are generally taught what to think and not how to think. Yeah, that's right. And this is about exploring the how. How did you come to think this? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing because it's uh, <clears throat> it's kind of opening up how hard it is to talk about beliefs, not not being oh it's uncomfortable talking about beliefs, mm -hmm. but putting into words the thoughts in your head right is, can can definitely be tough. The other aspect of this that I didn't I forgot to mention, but um, humans tend to get defensive when they're presented with facts that show that they're mistaken. So when we were interviewing Colton here about the law of attraction, mm -hmm. if we were to say, listen, dude, I've got a study that shows that the people that went through that course, or I don't know if it was a course, or yeah. the, the people who tried using law of attraction, that their businesses, 90% of their businesses failed within the next three years. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's not gonna help you reflect. That's gonna probably, you're gonna probably ignore that evidence and yeah. believe what you believe even more. Yeah, it's a, that's it's, very it's, true. it's called the backfire effect. Yeah. And this approach of SE, street epistemology, tries to circumvent that. It recognizes that giving him facts at this point is probably not gonna be helpful. We need, to, we need him to figure out on his own whether he used a reliable method to come to that conclusion. I mean, doesn't everybody just stick strong to what they believe in? Well, sometimes they do, but if, if you give them an opportunity to explore their beliefs with them, they tend to fluctuate on it. Because I feel like there is no way anybody can change my mind on everything happening for a reason. Maybe. You need to watch my video with Nick. Okay. I, I'm like, maybe it's because I'm a hopeless romantic. I, I don't know, but... I, I really hope that you yeah. check out my channel. Let me write it. Can, can yeah, I get the I'll card back? Yeah. It, it's not on the card. I'm going to okay. write my channel. I'll write my channel down on it. And uh, this was a marathon talk, but I, I it was great. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to edit it up, but... Um, so you don't believe anything happens for a reason at all? Are, are you on a, are you on a zero with anything? No, even even on the God thing. Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book *A Manual for Creating Atheists* and his Android and iOS app *Atheos*.